What's good? You are now rocking with the bigs. We checking in from here. Have us all sitting down with best star safety, Eddie Jackson. Eddie, where the name Bojack come from, man? I, obviously, I know where the jackpot come from. Where, where the whole thing Bojack come from? Uh, so it's crazy. It come from my uh, my dad and my granddad. I'm third, so they used to call my they call my dad Big Bo, and they call my granddaddy Jack. So they just put them together and came Bojack. Yeah. I like that. I like that. It's, that's that's one of the dope names. Um, is this like a uh, a comeback season Like a redemption season For you Do you kind of view it that way I mean you actually had The super fast start To your career All the turnovers All the touchdowns uh, Ball production Ball production Dropped off a little bit And now this You know So far through half of the season You got, already got four picks Do you view this as like A bit of a Of, of a comeback here uh, Yeah Something like that for sure You know um, You know A little bounce back You know I told myself After this Don't let myself get here again So just going out there and proving everybody, you know, just doing what I know I was capable of been doing. You know, um, you know, you know how to like ball production stuff like that. Got a few touchdowns and stuff called back, uh, but you know that ain't no excuse. So, you know, this year I just had that on my mind, like I'm gonna go get it. You know, redeem that number one safety spot. You talk about having some of those plays called back, man. You was really like kicking it off already on like this Hall of Fame trajectory, and it was the comps to the the, the Aries and whatnot. And you had all these touchdowns with your ball protection, and you had them called back. I know you know how many they didn't took off the board for you. How many touchdowns they took back from you? Three. They took off three from me, man. That's so it's crazy. Six, right? Yeah, I got six. Yep. So I would have tied the record. I think Peanut got what nine or something here. Yeah. So yeah, it, that would have been tied, but. You know, in due time, they gonna come back. They yeah. coming, yeah, most definitely. They still coming. Yeah, you got time for it too. I thought you would have had one last on last Sunday for real. That right before the half, yeah. you would have picked that off. You would have taken it to the crib. Oh, All the receivers was behind you, with none but fat dudes in front of you. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know them, they ain't catching me. You know what I mean? Like, nah, no chance at all. So get one more guy behind me. That's it, and everything else gonna take care of itself. You was tight too. Who knocked it down? Uh, DAC man, I can't even knock him though. You was trying to go for the ball. I was a little tight though. I'm like, man, you know you ain't finna catch the pick jumping backwards, but. You know it is what it is. Everybody competing, trying to get get the ball, so it's cool. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. Now you talk about this um, this redemption thing. When people was kind of doubting you and they were saying, "Oh, he got the money, and now he not focused and he not putting in the work." How did how did you receive that? And then people start talking about he not coachable and all this kind of stuff. Even though you went to Batman, got coached by Saban and all that. How did you take that when they was coming at you about about you know your your buy in? Man, people just going to talk. I was just looking at it like, man, people going to talk. Like, most of everybody who was saying it, they never played football in their life, especially at this level. So, it's like, they just looking outside, looking in, man. It was just it was just get kind of funny. And then it's crazy. You know, I'm like, man, it's so it's going to be so wild when I just wake them up and just shock them and turn this thing around. So, it's like, now nah, those same people that were saying that, now, nah, hello, Eddie Jackson, we love you. So, that's just a part of the game. You know what I mean? You learn to deal with it and keep going. That. Funny how you can play football all of a sudden again, right? Yeah, like, oh, he good at football now. Like, 
Hey, this redemption thing, this this bouncing back thing, is not new to you, right? Alabama, obviously, you come in, you ball out, championships, MVP, all that kind of stuff. Uh, then your last year, you break your leg. It obviously, hurts your draft stock. You fall to the fourth round. You know what I mean? Uh, a lot of people could have taken that a lot away. You seem to use it as motivation. Came in from day one, just just balling. What was that process like? Of you know, breaking your leg, the the mental, the emotional hurdle of that, seeing your stock fall like they did, and then come to the league and ball. It was different, you know, but I had that mindset of never feeling sorry for myself. You know, adversity going to always strike, you know what I mean? It's all about how you deal with it. You know, me and my dad, we used to talk a lot about overcoming adversity and just never feeling sorry for yourself, you know, going out there handling your business. And, you know, I just, you know, put it in my mind, like, look, I'm going to go out here, I'm going to take and make the best of this opportunity, and I'm just prove everybody wrong. You know, everybody who passed on me and things like that, you know, felt like I wasn't going to be nothing, uh, whatever, wasn't going to bounce back off the injury. And it's like, you know, I've been doing that my whole life. You know, whether it's off the field issues, on the field issues, you know, you just always learn how to bounce back and keep going. So that was just the mindset. And then when I got here, you know, it was like it was a perfect fit, you know, for everything, the type of scheme we had the type of coaches, the players. So it, was, it, it, just, it just worked out perfect for me. You're taking me right through this whole interview exactly where I want to go to it because I want to go back to another, you know, kind of comeback story for you and talk about going through high school, right? And you had, you know, some run-ins with the law as, as a teenager. Uh, you transferred schools. You Parents moved you out of Northeast High School, went to Boyd Anson, went to B.A., uh, what was that process like, or just like the mentally kind of growing up, maturing, going through some of the things that you went through off the field and, and you know, realizing your full potential on it? Uh, it was different, man. It was different. You know, it's like, you know, really like everybody else from the hood, you know, yeah. you get around certain people, um, people start doing certain things, like you bought into it. Um, and one of the things that really kind of helped me a lot is just my brother, you know, seeing my brother go through everything. You know, he was a guy, he was one of the top athletes and stuff like that. Yeah. So seeing that and seeing what he went through, it was like, man, you know, like I got to wake up. Then, you know, I end up getting, you know, going to jail or whatever the case may be, get kicked out of my first school. And, you know, I met my high school coach. He was actually on Detroit. You know, um, he just scheming one day like, man, you just walking around here wasting this talent, man. I'm like, coach, I ain't got the grades. So yeah. just went to bust my tail, doing online classes, summer school, trying to get the grades. And, you know, just started looking at life a little different. You know what I mean? When, when, like I said, when it happened to my brother, it's like, all right, he was the one doing it for the family. So I wasn't really, you know, too far, you know, like tripping, you know. Like, yeah, my brother going to do it for us. And then when that happened, it's like, oh, man, now it's on me. You know what I mean? So that just shifted my mindset. And then, you know, I know people might not know this, but I got a call from my auntie, you know, know about oh yeah your mom called me say she felt like she felt as a parent and stuff like that so yeah. when I heard that man I'm like what like no nah, that ain't this ain't your fault like you know what we what we out here doing that ain't nothing to do with you know what I mean how y'all raised us so that just shifted my mindset and you know God you know most definitely most important all is God you know put your trust in him and see your life change and that's what happened yeah, no, I did read about that when I was, you know, kind of doing my background. I did read about the phone call that your, that your aunt made to you and talking about how you was disappointing your mom. And you was like, man, I'm her baby boy and I'm putting her through all of this. And, you know, shout out to Dan Weeder uh, from the Tribune. I read his column he had did on you right after the Carolina game. We had the 275-yard touches. Uh, it was a piece on there. And he was talking about your brother, too, because your brother had, like, the video of you scoring those two touchdowns. He like, 2 oh, 2 oh, going crazy. Uh, he was a – you mentioned him, but he was a five-star athlete. Um had offers to go to Michigan, Louisville, all that, and then his off-the-field stuff kind of derailed, you know, his potential. And then you was kind of going down that path, and, like, we, we can't do that, man. So salute to you for bouncing back. Let's talk about B.A. for a minute, uh, boy Anderson. I got a lot of elites coming out of there, bro. Like, y'all just at least, at least like, a dozen NFL players that I count, not to mention, like, Mitch Richmond and all that coming out of there, too. Yeah, uh, Asante Samuel came out of there. 
Who the best DB to come out of BA? Come on, man. You know I gotta say me, but you know I gotta snob for. I gotta, I gotta send respect for you know Zunt, man. He the one paid away. Uh, you know he did it, Mr. Pick Six. You know that was his original. You know his and stuff like that. And I remember him coming back when I played little league. You know he sponsored my little league team, so I'm forever indebted for that. You know and definitely respect because that kind of gave us a different outlook too. Like, hey, man, he came from where we from, and you seen type of you know what he did at a high. He did at a very high level. You know, one day, you know, Hall of Fame at that. So, you know, I, I, but I'm going to still say me, you know, but definitely respect the Zion most definitely. I know you would say you. I, I, I wouldn't expect nothing else. Tell me a little bit about uh, Lauderdale Lakes. What, what's, what's it like? Paint a picture for me. Uh, I ain't never been down there. I'm from the south side of Chicago, though, and you know, I feel like the hood is the hood wherever you go. In Chicago, in New Orleans, in Philly, it don't, you know what I mean? It is what it is, but what's, what's Lauderdale Lakes like? Uh, a lot of the lakes, man, it's, it's, you, it's like the best of both, both worlds, you know what I mean? You got the, you know, you got the crazy stuff going on, you know, all that stuff, too. Then you got the, you know, it's a way you can, a part of it, you can kind of get away from that, you know, on the other side. And uh, that's kind of why I kind of grew up, you know, like I was in between, you know what I mean? Like I can go get away from it, but, you know, at the same time I walk around the corner, I'm right back in it. Too, yeah, right. you know what I mean? Like. But it's cool, man, you know, like my, you know, the, the area, you know, everybody hardworking, you know, parents and stuff trying to provide uh, middle class, whatever the case may be. But, you know, then you got the hustlers, you know, you got everybody out there trying to get money, trying to provide. Um, and I grew up, a lot of my friends, they had no father figure in their life, you know, so my dad kind of became that for them, you know. So we all running together, like I said, a bunch of hustlers trying to figure out how they going to make some money to pay the bills help their family and, and us too you know seeing my people struggling it's like you know they trying their best you know they going to work and busting they they tell and it's like at the same time we see what we going through in the house is like damn i don't want to go ask them to buy me no 150 dollar pair of shoes and you know we start getting to the age you know what i mean i'm gonna go get it myself you know especially you start getting to the age where you start caring what you wear how you dress how you look man it's like damn you know your parents can't afford that you know and it's me my two brothers and my little sister so you know we just had that mindset of trying to go get to it when it was different ways you know but like i said you know when you grew up in that environment and everybody around there doing that it's eventually you buy into it so that's that's what it is for me i'll let you get out of here on this man you somewhere around the midway point of your career uh what's left to do what what what, what do you see as the as the the second half of, of your career man i want to be the best that ever done this like i know people say it and you know, some people might not believe it, but me, I really believe it. You know, I feel like I got everything it takes to do it. Um, and the mindset I got now is, you know, like I told myself, man, I want to be all pro, pro from here on out, you know, every year until I retire. So that's one of the goals of mine, man, to just continue to dominate. You know, obviously win the Super Bowl, especially bring a Super Bowl back to Chicago, man. You know, it's been a while, man. So it's been a while. So that's 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 it, man. You know, be the greatest to ever play this game at my position, man, and, and bring it back to Super Bowl. Listen, man, I think you can absolutely do it. You certainly got all the physical tools to do it. You got the mentality to do it. I'm rooting for you, brother. I appreciate you taking the time. And please, man, you bring a chip to Chicago, bro. It'll be it'll be up forever. You would, wherever you go, you would be God around here, Joe. We still talk about the '85 Bears every day. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Y'all bring one back, man. It's crazy. Justin going crazy right now. Speak on him just 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 briefly, man. What you think about him and his potential? And one is like you said, he going crazy, man. And just to watch it, you know, like right there in front of our eyes, just the growth type of player he becoming, man. And he's like a, he's a force to be reckoned right now. He's unstoppable, man. And it's just exciting to watch. And I'm glad to have him on our side. And just what they doing as an offensive unit, man. It's like it's different, you know. It's it's like it's it's bringing new, yeah, exactly. So now it's bringing new life, and now it's time for us to step up, you know, because them boys. 
them boys putting gaps with them numbers, putting them, you know what I'm saying, putting them numbers on the uh, on the board. But we just got to do our part. But man, Justin gonna be everybody. Like I said, he been legit. Everybody know that. But I know they starting to see and really understand what we mean about legit. You know, he's, like he playing right now, he can be a top five quarterback if not number one in the league. So yeah, most definitely. Eddie Jackson, man, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for taking the time. Yes, sir.